Hello, and welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are with someone who's an awesome survivor. An amazing guest. We're so excited. We are so excited to have you. If you saw Dirty John on Bravo, or you listened to the podcast, or like you obviously know about it because you're not living under a rock. Like, I feel like anyone that listens to this podcast probably knows what Dirty John is. We have Tara Newell. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. And we have Lily, who is <laughs> Amelia. I'm the only one that calls her Lily, and I think, like, people get very confused. Oh, I think it's so cute. I love the little name for her. And Amelia's excited, too. Can you tell? She's she just, very like, excited. She's chiming in immediately. <laughs> I'm, like, screaming into my mic for no reason. Um, I'm on three hours of sleep. This is a great podcast so far (laughs) so I'd love to know for anyone who doesn't know what exactly happened and what is you know the story with John and your mother etc well my mom essentially married a con artist and he kind of was conning a lot of women and basically he gets dangerous and he comes after me and tries to kill me that is, like, really fucking scary. So scary. Like, I can't even imagine, truly. Yeah, it, it was really a horrifying time of my life. When did that happen? How long ago with, like, the timeline? Um, so with this August, it would be three years on August 20th. Wow. That's it? So yeah. it's, like, still very fresh and, and new in a way. Yeah, in a sense it is very fresh, but to me it is kind of like in the past yes definitely because it just like seems like a distant memory to me well I mean because you know he's dead literally it's in the past you've moved on and I think like when things like that happen or you become you're sort of thrust into the spotlight from something that's you know just an unusual reason or a new story etc and then it's like well, what do you do next? Because you've been through so much and obviously like anyone wants to take advantage of like, okay, I have a platform now. I've been through a lot and I'm going to use a negative thing that happened to me in a positive way. Well, it's honestly been so crazy. I can't really do what I used to do, which is dog grooming because dog barking triggers me sometimes um so unfortunately I can't do what I thought I was going to do at the end of the day and now since this has all happened I am going around talking about what happened to me and hoping that other women are able to learn from what I went through and I can give them some advice on PTSD and red flags and relationships so it's been a good platform and I've like really taken advantage of it I feel but there is like a time where you get trolls and you have to think like do I want to continue to do this and overall it's been so beneficiary to so many people I've gotten so many messages from women saying that they left their significant other because they saw red flags wow that's amazing thank you so it's been um a blessing you know but you have to figure out with all the attention you're getting if it is worth it at the end of the day 
and I feel it is worth it now. I mean, it's it's just something that I feel like you don't even have a choice in. You know, a lot of people, influencers, they're like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to build my platform. And you're like, oh, wait, there's a platform. I went through all this and now suddenly there's a platform. Yeah. So I know that you're killing it on Instagram and you have a blog. So what exactly, what kind of content are you creating? So I'm doing a lot of content about my traveling and about my therapy, PTSD, and also just about my dogs because I love them. So it's a lifestyle, <laughs> but I try to put, um, we love dogs. So you're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we are dog. I have two dogs. Yeah, like we are dogs. very we much love, love people. Yeah. We, we love animals. <laughs> yeah. It's my two cats. We, we love animals. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. So it's just really interesting having that platform and I'm, I am kind of thrown out there and, so it's, I'm talking about really everything about my life and um, letting people get to know me beyond my attack. So what do you want people to know about you that I think that like the media portrays people and you've been portrayed, you know, the podcast was real, the art of the series of articles, the interviews were real and the show was fiction, but what's something that people don't know about you? Well, they know I'm a dog lover because I worked in the kennel in the show and as a dog groomer, and um, so they know that pretty much about me, but they don't know me, how I like to go to travel, how I'm kind of like a hippie at heart, (laughs) and I'm really not, um, I don't want to say that they mean me out to be bratty, but some people have said that they thought I was bratty based on the show. Well, that's sort of stupid because it's a fictionalized <laughs> yeah, version. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of on them. Where have you been traveling to? Um, I just got back from Sydney, Australia. So amazing. It's on my bucket list. Oh, really? It's, it's amazing there. And the yeah. people are so great. I definitely recommend it. And then I just got back from Auckland, New Zealand, too. Wow. Yeah. That's so nice. What are some of your favorite places that you have traveled? Um, Thailand was amazing. Oh, also I hear amazing was, things. I want to go so bad. So it's like cheaper than Hawaii. Really? Mm-hmm. Like cheaper I didn't to go. Know that. I yeah. have no interest in going to Hawaii. Why? I love Hawaii. I don't really want to try. Like I've been to so many places in this country. I feel like if I'm going, because Hawaii is so expensive, I'd rather just go to the south of France. Honestly, I know like, that sounds terrible, but like, no, it makes sense because Hawaii is so overpriced for the yeah. Tickets. You go there, and you could go to, um, like, Fiji for the same price. You could go to other countries and experience their culture and just have a lot better experience than going to Hawaii and spending, like, five grand on the vacation. Yeah, it's just sort of, I mean, I know that sounds, like, terrible. I'm sure that, like, the culture there is interesting, and there, I mean, it's America, but it's not, but... But it's like, I really like the South of France. If I'm going to, if, like, you know, like, I don't have unlimited funds. I don't know anyone that does. And I'm just like, uh, like, why bother? And it's a long flight. Yeah. Well, it's the long flight. Like, it's the same price for, like, a coach ticket or even cheaper. Right? I don't, I'm so bad with, it's like, there's a reason why I'm not a travel blogger. People are like the points guy and they know what's, I'm like, I have no idea. Um, I do travel a lot locally because I think that, because I didn't grow up in LA, I'm originally from New York and I feel like 
I am so I've lived here for a while, but I feel like I really enjoy Southern California. Oh yeah, there's so many things to do. There's so many different atmospheres here where you could go to the beach, you could go snowboarding, and you could do that all in one day. Literally in <laughs> one day. I think it's the most like underrated place to live yes. because there's just so much to do here. Are you still in Orange County? Um, I'm in Long Beach, so technically it's Close LA enough. County, yeah. but I don't consider it LA. <laughs> no, it does feel more like Orange County. I have friends that just moved from there, and I used to go there all the time, and I'm like, eh, it feels more like OC than like... LA but it's still like its own thing yeah because I live downtown so I live in the city part and that's like LA-ish to me like Orange County's not like that right but then when you step out of the downtown you're like oh it's Orange County (laughs) yeah no yeah Orange County light (laughs) it's like a little clementine it's a mini orange (laughs) it's a little mini Orange County well, we get it because we're both from New York. Yeah. And, like, we're not originally, like, from here. We've experienced all the different parts of L.A. And, like, obviously being that we're, like, influencers and, you know, running around. San Diego, Santa Barbara. Like, everywhere. So, thing, yeah. So, we experienced all the different parts. So, we know what you're saying when you're like, well, this part's more city-ish. This one's more, like, you know, it, it makes sense. It's, I think it's funny when people that listen to our podcast don't live here and they're like, what do you mean? Like, they don't get it. But then when someone comes and experiences it, they're like, Oh, okay. That that makes sense to me. Like, it's really nice here. Yeah, <laughs> no one wants to leave. <laughs> yeah, but you like where you live. Yeah, it's fun. I'm gonna move to LA eventually uh-huh. because everything's over of course. Here, yeah. you know? of course. And, and I'm sure with the show and like all the opportunities you've had, you're just driving all the time. So you live all in your the car. Time. Yeah. yeah, no. So I'm down here like three days a week. Yep. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, it takes sometimes yep. two hours. I know to drive. 22 miles. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I know. It's almost like you should almost go like 100 miles away because it actually is shorter than going 22 miles. Like, isn't that kind of insane? It's, that, my brain is always like, I'll text her and I'll be going to her and I'll be like, well, it says 23 miles, but I'm still an hour and a half from you somehow. So yeah. I'll see you in a little while. <laughs> oh, like, you know, when, when you get here right. sometime this century. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And you said that one thing you've been doing is talking about PTSD. So, and yeah. it's May, it's mental health. We're releasing this in May. Yeah. So, it's, it's still mental month. mental health awareness month. I'm yeah. like totally screwing you that up. Tied. Yeah, mental health awareness month. And yeah, exactly. And it's really important to talk about that. So, can you can you share a little bit more about that and what you are trying to accomplish with your blog and what you're sharing? Okay, so a lot of people go through a trauma, and they kind of look at me as an example because I went through a major trauma that Mm -hmm. doesn't really happen to a lot of people. So um, I just want them to know that trauma is trauma, and if you experience, like, a car crash or even a miscarriage or anything from, like, your childhood where it you don't have the best memories, that's most likely a trauma. So I want to create awareness for that. And then what's helped me a lot is getting therapy. And some people think that, oh, therapy is just for someone that's really messed up. And I want them to know no matter how small they think that their problem is or how small they think their trauma is, that therapy helps tremendously with PTSD and it's helped me come such a long way from where I was after the attack. Wow, that's that's so powerful. And we appreciate you sharing that because like you said, trauma is trauma and no matter what, like you should never have that stigma or that feeling of like, 
I shouldn't go to see a therapist. Like we all, well, for most of us, have gone to see a therapist in our lives and it's helped us in some way, shape or form. Like Amanda and I joke all the time. We're like, oh, I need to go back to like see my therapist. Like I need to get this out. And it's like, but it's serious. Like sometimes you're so in your head and you have so much going on and you don't realize that you need to air it out. Yes. And then there's like little things that trigger you later in life that you're like, why am I acting like this when this happens? And it's actually a trigger. It's your body reacting to that. So it's not your fault. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. No, and especially when like you were – so how old were you when this whole thing started happening? How old were you when your mom met John? When my mom met John, I was 24 years old. And then, so were you living at home? I'm sorry, I should know. I did watch the show, but it's like I don't remember every detail. Oh, um, so I was actually living with my boyfriend at that time. But you still had to deal with this person who was like in your life. Yeah, it was easier when I had someone around because, but it wasn't easy because my ex was working in the film and TV industry, so he was always away. And so it was hard when he was away because I felt scared all the time and I was alone. And you don't ever think that if you come to this attack like I did that I would survive something like that. So it's like I'm living in this state of fear with John. You know, one thing that I really think is interesting about you is that you probably have the best intuition of anyone I've ever met. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Because you knew from the beginning something wasn't right. You felt the whole time something wasn't right. And then you knew what you needed to do, you know, through every moment. Like, you let your intuition guide you. And I think, like, that's kind of your superpower. Oh, thank you. But part of it also was... He was a psychopath, and he isolated the family members that were, like, most important to her, too, because it's just, like, a tactic that psychopaths, narcissists, and um, sociopaths use in order to get their victim alone. And right, so isolate them. Yeah. yeah. So there's no one, like, buzzing in their ear, like... Showing them what you were yeah. saying, like, there's red flags. Yeah. Right, right. That's so crazy. So how did you, like, I agree with Amanda, like, that is kind of like a superpower because how did you pick up on that? Like, how were you able to register, like, this is just not right. Like, I just know something's wrong. And then you kept knowing something was wrong, obviously, in real life. And also they show in the show that, like, your character kept seeing things and kept finding things. Like, how in real life did you really handle that? Well, he wasn't nice to me, really. He, when I would try to conversate with him, he would give me closed-ended answers, and so I wasn't able to engage with him. That's so weird. Yeah, and then um, he just was cold. I only met him the first two weeks. Like, I think it was a couple months into my mom dating him, but I only met him for, like, two weeks because I would um, I was living in Vegas at the time, and I would come down, stay at my mom's place, and then go back. So it was like two weekends in a row that I was able to meet him, and that was good enough for me. 
Because it's so strange because you knew, but yet like your mother, you know, there are a lot of characteristics that we, you know, get passed down from our, that we inherit from our parents. And like, I know I'll find myself, I'm like, oh, I'm so my dad right now. I'm so my mom right now. But it seems like you're naturally gifted with something that she isn't. And I think that's, how do you explain that to like an older parent? Yeah. You know, when you're like, uh, hey, mom, like, I know I'm the kid here, but something is wrong. Right. Yeah, no, it's so true. Like, how do you depict that to your your parent? Thank you, Amelia. (laughs) She agrees. I know, exactly. She agrees. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, it's really interesting because I honestly... I'm like, oh, I'm like my mom all the time, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I didn't see her relationships growing up, then maybe that's a quality I wouldn't have. That's so interesting. So, like, what was it like growing up with, with her? Was she just, like, not – did she not just have that awareness that you have? Um, my mom has a really good heart, and sometimes – um it attracts a lot of people that want to take advantage of her. So growing up, I did notice a few men try to, um, like, love bomb her and use coercive control on her and try to, like, essentially take her money or just have control over her with one of her relationships. So I was an outsider kind of watching my mom go through a couple bad relationships. That's so, that's just so hard. And that's so stressful. And it's like to even get out of like the smaller things and then to this one, one big thing, which just like, you know, is so life changing. So what do people need to know about PTSD? Like, what is it like living with PTSD? What are your symptoms? What is your experience like with this? Especially because it's something that like, it just happens like suddenly, you know, onset. It's not like it's something that develops in childhood or it's genetic. It happens from something that literally occurs as a result of something that happened to you. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's kind of like a panic attack when you get triggers. Um, well, I'll get a panic attack every once in a while with my triggers and I'll just have to try to use a couple of techniques to get out of it. Um, I use this one that's called like a five sense technique and it just, I go through all the senses and that helps sometimes, but there's times where I'm just, it depends on the day kind of. Yeah. Um, what's been going on around me. If there's too much like going on around me, um, it puts me in a fragile mindset sometimes because, um, it's just I'll hear the noise from over there and then the noise is from a different place and then someone's excited and they scream and it's like, okay, like I have to disassociate that that scream was from someone having fun rather than them getting attacked. How horrifying. Like that's, 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 that's sad. Like to me, like I know that of course, like you're normal, you're working through, but it's like explaining that, like, because obviously the everyday person hears someone scream and usually your brain goes to like something happy. Like, oh, they're having fun or they're doing that. Mine is brain, shut up. Your brain is <laughs> Or that. But like, <laughs> but like, but yours is like, oh my God, is someone in trouble? What's happening? Like, what's going on around me? Like, 
that's yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's important to share that. So and when, it's different than a baby screen, by the yeah, way. Yeah, because like, like yeah. the um, pitch is just different, right? You know, right? No, that I mean that that makes sense. So when you're going through these five senses and you check in, is it kind of like this step that you just keep doing with yourself that you keep repeating to find that balance or? So, um, I always start off with looking for colors and I just always start off with the color red okay. because no matter where you're at, there's always going to be a color red, like warning you with something. Oh. So it's also important to be aware of your surroundings and just be like, okay, there's the exit. There's that. Right. So I start trying to find everything that's red and then I go into my smell and when I like, when I travel, I get a lot of anxiety. Uh-huh. So most Who of does? I, know, I was going to say like, that, that sounds totally normal yeah, to me. Completely. Okay. So I bring a little lavender bottle oh. to like smell uh-huh. and then like essential oils, you know, they're so tiny. Yeah. You just keep them in your purse. And they're nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I like start smelling that. And then when I'm traveling, I'll bring a blanket with me, like one of those soft blankets. Mm-hmm. So then I'll start to like touch and feel that and get back my feeling. Um, and then, or my touch sense. Right. And then I go into taste. Oh. And if I don't have like a toothpick or something, then I'll just um, swish around my saliva. Wow. And like taste my saliva. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. And oh. so, and then there's one more. I usually, like, by this point, I calm yeah. down. Yeah. Right. yeah, you don't have to necessarily go through. Yeah. Right. And it's something you've been doing over and over again. So now it's, like, something that's normal to you. So you don't necessarily have to go through every single one and check them off. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm so curious with the scents. So, because, like, I get it. Like, right? Like, anything we smell brings us back to a certain memory or a certain thing. So what is it about lavender for you? I mean, I know lavender is calming, but is there something specific to you that why you gravitate to having that with you and smelling it? Well, it's just one of the essential oils that is a relaxing one, and mm-hmm. it helps. Um, it helps with the triggers in the brain calm you down. Oh, okay. Um, and then I just really like the smell of yeah. lavender. Right. No, I was just curious because, like, I mean, I think to anything when I smell something or like you know, candle or essential oil, like certain things will bring you back to a certain memory, or a scent will like you know make you think of something like you're excited for. Like, there's so many things that a scent can do that can create in your mind. Yeah. So I was just curious, like, what lavender did for you? You know, now that you mentioned that, yeah. I think I like it a lot because one of my old stepmoms had it. Oh. And I really liked her. She oh. was my favorite stepmom. Okay. <laughs> so like a memory. Yeah. Because yeah. for me, like. Just even in my home when I burn certain candles, like certain things I think of a certain season or somewhere I'm going, like I just, I don't know, it always resonates that way for me. So I was just curious. No, no, I get I get it. There's this scent that smells like my parents' summer house, yeah, but like see, downstairs and it smells like the way the comforter, the, not the comforters they have now, but the way yeah. their old comforters, right. it's, it's like something yeah, so yeah. random and specific and I'm like, oh my God, this smells like, exactly so cool like that. And brings you so that's cool. So now you just thought about it, it's like, oh, well that, so that's why I was asking. It's interesting. Yeah, now, now that you said that, I'm, like, thinking about all the things. <laughs> right. Stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's why I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just always so interesting to me because I'm, like, scents, I think, are so powerful. Yeah. And, like, I, especially now, like, always have my diffuser going in my bedroom. So it like, helps me sleep better at night. And even now my husband's, like, admitting to it. And we're trying different scents. And we're trying to figure out, like, why certain things help us sleep better or we dream better. Like, it's just so interesting. You know, me. you can just Google that and it'll tell you, you what essential oils are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Things are 
we're doing the blog work, okay? So we're doing the look up. Look at oils. Um, <laughs> but what else would you want to share with our listeners about just like PTSD in general and like, you know, what you're, what you're bringing to your platform? Um, well, it's really important to notice those red flags in relationships and to um, admit that they're there mm-hmm. um, because a lot of women and even like a lot of my friends that talk about their relationships, they always have a red flag and they don't want to be like, it's there and there's something wrong with him. They always are like, oh, like, he's not um, calling me all the time like he used to. And, like, that's a bad one, actually. Um, So No, but everyone has those moments where I was actually in a relationship with someone that was abusive. And I'm just, like, like, looking back, I'm like, there were so many reasons why I should have never have been in that relationship. He was a horrible person. Um, and luckily like nothing, I mean like bad things did happen and I talked about it on a previous podcast. I was assaulted by him, but like in retrospect, I feel like it could, again, like I I hate to say it, like your mom's case is almost like the worst case scenario. And I feel like I'm like, okay, the worst case scenario didn't happen. And it, you know, I moved on from it and, you know, I should say I hope he gets the help he needs, but I just don't think he's a good person. Like, I just think some people are not good people, and that's, you know, what what it is. But, no, no one wants to see it because you only want to see the good in people, especially – like Especially you if you're single, you're like, oh, I finally found someone I'm attracted to, and he yeah. does this, that, and the other. Oh, but he's so hot, but he also does this. And it's like you only want to see what you want to see, but – Well, it's like that's also like in any relationship, yeah. right? It's like – you look at it and you're like, okay, well, yeah, of course there's negatives, but like, here's the positives and like, here's all the good things they do for me. Yeah. Let me, let me just put all that aside and I'll just keep focusing on the positive. And you're right. Like you have to, if it's something serious, you have to really like figure out like, what is it? Are, are those real? Well, yeah. Flags? Is it serious yeah. or is it not? Yeah. Cause like no one is, no one is perfect. No, I not. mean, everyone, I'm sure like we all have things about people that we've dated or people were in relationships where like, oh, I hate that about him. Mm-hmm. Like, this makes me insane. Like, if my husband leaves one more empty water bottle on the coffee table, I'm going to start screaming. Or by the bed. No, everyone agrees. Leaving garbage around could make a person mad. Oh, yeah. Amelia knows already. So, it, you know, everyone has those things, but it's like, well, I just have to accept this terrible habit of his. And there's a difference between that and things that are really dangerous. And how do you know? Yeah, no, I agree. There's stuff like, okay, so I was on a date not too long ago. And Uh I got to the point where I invited him back to my place to have a drink. And um, I wanted him to just have a drink and then leave though. Right. Come in, have some, and then go. Right, okay. And then he just like stayed as long as you want. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, and then I have a puppy, and the puppy is from She's teething. Oh, yeah, sorry. She's so cute. She too much, and but I was teaching him like how I do the pressure training with dogs, so oh. that like she bites, and then you put pressure into their mouth. And you either make them let go or they, like, yelp one time and then you're just, like, wow. okay. Then you teach I, them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, like, he did it to my dog, but the dogs are crying. Oh. And he oh didn't God. let go. 
What? That's so yeah. weird. Yeah, so oh I my had God, I would have had a heart attack. Right? I was like, and I'm just like, how do I like tell this person? Like, yeah. I gotta like go on my dog. So yeah. I'm like. It's like your baby. You're like, let yeah. go. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you can like go on my dog now. And then he did. And he didn't have any empathy. Oh, geez. Oh, that's weird. That's Bye. Amazing. See you later. Yeah. I'm going to lose your number yeah, now. Exactly. Thanks. We've got another place. Exactly. Please. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, I always say people, like, I mean, I get some people don't, like, love animals. Like, we all love animals. But, like, it's, like, there has to be babies and animals. My thing is, like, it's, there's got to be at least some kind of tolerance. So if there's not, to me, it's a red flag. Yes. It's, like, there's something about that that's not right. Well, it's, like, are you guys, I'm so tired. Are you following this whole teen mom thing? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, with Janelle and, yes. the, yes. and the husband, and the husband killed, killed the, dog. the family dog. The family dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. No, no excuses. This is like, I'm like, this is like a level where I actually feel like upset. Like I hear about this and I'm just like, this is, and I'm like kind of a dark person. Like this is too dark even for me. No, it was. Like it's, I find it it very, very upsetting. I was like, oh my God. How do you like, like this is not like they had their kids taken away. I'm like, they should have their kids taken away. Someone right. that kills a dog yeah. for no reason is not a healthy person. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's just, well, I think that she may have some issues with picking men also. Because well, yeah. <laughs> Say the very least. Yeah, but then also she might have a drug problem. I don't know if she still does or not, but she may be, like, putting those red flags to the side because she is like, oh, I don't care right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, no one really knows what ha- what's happening, like, behind the scenes of that, and I've, I'm such a teen mom dork that I listen to a very deep dive podcast about it, and, like, this person who is kind of in the know was saying, like, no one really knows what's going on with court, and there's a gag order, and all of, all of that, but, like, here's the thing, I know people who are, like, drug addicts, they can be responsible for puppies. Like, they can right. be responsible sure. for, yeah. like, there's, yeah. like, a level of, like, you have problems, but, like, connect to an animal. Yes, I know. Yeah. No and, more. like, there, there's just something that's something not. Odd. It's, like, there's, I guess, screw loose or some, something. Like, I remember growing up that uh, our, a neighbor down our street, like, ended up, like, killing, like, a raccoon and then ended up killing, like, a rabbit. And there was all these things. My mom was, oh my like, God. my mom literally said to me, she was, like, because I kind of, like, became friendly with him because he was just, He's out there, and, like, he was looking for friends, and I would kind of... How old was people. he? I, we, we were, like, maybe in middle school. Oh, and my God. Mom said to me, and he was... Like, ki- oh, not, no, no. Do not be friends with him. Like, I, I'm not saying that to you mean as your mom telling you, like, something is off with him, and, like, he needs help, but, like, I don't want you being associated with that because that's going to turn into something a lot worse later. And, like, I didn't get it at that age, obviously. I was, like, Oh, no, that's the first sign yeah. that someone's, yes. like, a serial killer. Yeah, no, and, like, I don't know, you know, thank God I lost connection. I don't know what happened with him, but, like... I remember them trying to get him help, like, in high school because he was still continuing to do things like that and felt like it was normal. That's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that, to your point, like, those red flags early on in those, like, relationships and just, like, friendship, it's like, that's not right. Yeah. And, like, these people, like, they don't have any empathy. They don't no, they, know no to empathy. get help, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, and animals are, like, the most innocent creatures, like, especially, like, a puppy. Right? Yeah, they're a baby, and they are just, like, so innocent. They don't, they don't the want to hurt anyone, you know? 
I mean, like I will accidentally, and like actually this happened today. I accidentally sort of, I didn't step on Oscar's paw. That's Allie's dog. But I I, I skimmed over his paw with my foot accidentally and it probably just like scratched it. And I felt so bad. He yelled a little, like the tiniest bit. And I felt so Yeah, you're like, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But you didn't do it on purpose. No, I wasn't like stepping on the dog's foot. We all Especially small dogs. Yeah, especially small dogs. They get underneath you and like in real life. But it's true, they're helpless, and there's nothing they can do because they can't he was fine, tell yeah. you that they're not okay when these situations with these people that are not good to them. And it's like, yeah, that whole thing, which I don't know, that like horrifies me, truly. It's it's so, I think they did the right thing by firing her. Oh, yeah, I do too. Like, I mean, I'm sure it was a hard decision, but it's like, you can't just dismiss that and be like, oh, he yeah. did, you know, your husband just killed a killed dog, no big deal. It's it's really sad. Like yeah. I just I know this sounds so strange, but it's like I've watched that show. Oh, for, I know like, you have. You're like a real team mom. Oh, I I watched it early on too. Yeah, she's, I yeah she's been like I just I'm like OG, like Amanda. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm like I just hope this does not turn out tragically. Yeah. No, I I would just separate myself from him and find a way out. It's just so, it's just so weird. And it like plays out on a reality show. And then it plays out like on TMZ and you're like, oh, like my husband is like, this is not good for your soul. And I'm like, <laughs> it's I think probably you're not, right. but it's entertaining. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's something, I know. It's like something to keep up with other than the Kardashians. Oh, that was a terrible, that. terrible joke. <laughs> I, I am the worst. So what do you do every day to sort of keep yourself, you know, mentally fit and sort of like how do you try to find your like zen every day I'm well I really like being at home with like my dogs and I have two ferrets too Mm -hmm. so I have a lot to keep me busy just being at home and then I'm able to like kind of just relax with them work on my blog and I find that relaxing except for when I'm like oh I need to get one out soon you know, <laughs> so I that's everyone who has a blog, yeah. It's like, welcome to blogging, <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, I like to do the one week thing where I'm like, oh, I have to get a blog out once a week, but then I'm like, oh, it's been like a week and a half, I should probably get on that. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. I started writing for a lot of websites, and then I've sort of semi-abandoned my blog. Although I do update it occasionally. Yeah, but and you I write for so many sites. Like it must be exhausting for you to then get back on your blog and have to get your words out because you're already giving your words to everyone. Else. I know. Like, <laughs> like I'm. I watch you, and I'm like, oh my god. I'm. Dr- I'm drained. Yeah. Like that's even like doing like an Instagram post. I'm like, this is too much writing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know then she looks at me and she's like, you just wrote a freaking novel again. And I'm like, and meanwhile, like, obviously, I think just being a new mom, like, I'm emotional beyond. And so I just, like, everything's in me. So I'm just like, let me just pour it all out. Pour it all out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I feel like Instagrams are mini blog posts now. Totally. No, they are. And I'm one of those a-holes. I really am. I went from, like, writing, like, literally a cool quote before I had Amelia to, like, like I'm too fierce to, like, now it's, like, I could literally take about my life and my day. And this is my I sat and I cried (laughs) and today I showered and my daughter is really cute and that's my imitation of Allie. (laughs) Hashtag mom life. And that's pretty much, you know, 
every Instagram post that you do. I love you. <laughs> I know. It's fine. I, uh, I take everyone as a positive compliment. I'm like, hey, at least I'm getting my words out, getting the emotion out. I feel like for me, that's therapeutic. Like, yeah. to like just get it out because I feel like I don't, like, I, I vent to Amanda, but like, I don't see my friends on the regular. So it's like, because I'm busy as a mom. So it's like, when I can have that community and now that I'm so blessed to have so many moms following me, I'm like, hey, here's what I'm going through. Like, let me just pour it all out there today. This is how crazy it is, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Amelia's like totally chiming in on this whole conversation. I think it's the most you've ever talked to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you just want to be the, you know, the other co-host, huh? She wants to be the other co-host. Yeah. So <laughs> let me ask, how is your mother doing? What is she? Question. Great minds think alike. Yeah, I was going to say, you're still a mom thing. Yeah. Like, how's your mom doing? <laughs> She's doing great. She's just working on her store. She's living in Vegas full time. Good for her. But she does come down to Orange County a lot to see the family. And um, I think that it's been yeah. great overall. I hate to say this because we went through like such a horrible thing with this guy. But I think it's been great overall because it's now she's able to see red flags in relationships. And she's taking things a lot slower than she would have normally. And... She's also realized how important her family is now. And so it's brought us closer together and helped us fix some of the problems that we had when John was in the picture. It's, yeah, I mean, I feel like your mom, and for those of you who don't know who are listening, maybe it's your first time listening to this podcast, but um, I interviewed Tara's mom for Forbes, and that link to the article will be in the show notes, so you don't have to search for it. Um, And your mom is just so sweet and so generous and has such, like, a positive vibe, and I feel like I can understand how, like, people would take advantage of that. But I also feel like when I was talking to your mom about her business and interior design, how smart she is. And I feel like people don't get that. Yeah. I was going to say that too. When I read your article, I realized like how smart she was. Like I, I knew she was smart, but like getting to read Amanda's article and, and getting more like in depth than also the podcast, I was like, wow, this is a really smart woman. And I'm sure it's hard to get this. I'm sure it's hard for her as someone who obviously went through the limelight and had to share that heavy story and, not to say she looked dumb, but she was blindsided and yes. had things like you said that she didn't know were red flags and everything else. It It is nice to like hear that she's doing well and to also like see parts of her life that like you don't see with the show with like her interior design, everything with her business. So it's great that she's in Vegas and doing well and doing her own thing. Well, thank you. We're actually trying to put together a reality TV show. Oh my God. Stop it. I want to watch it. Oh my God. I love it. We're already watching. I love it. It's amazing. We did like the sizzle reel and we're just trying to sell it to networks. And I think I'm allowed to say that. I love it. It's all good. No, that's so... (laughs) Exactly. We always get that kind of tea. We love that. Yeah. That's so exciting. So exciting. And I love that you said all the tea. Like, your family's in such a better space. And, like, it's made things be better, like, positively. And, like, you guys, you know, she's learned from it. It's made you guys grow and get closer. Because that's what you hope comes out of trauma and tragedy, right? So... Yeah, because with all of that, you need to recover from everything. That's that's amazing. That's I really I would definitely watch this show. Well, thank you. So my fingers are crossed. How is your older sister doing? Uh, Jacqueline. Yeah, she's doing good. She um, 
I know she stays out of the spotlight, but people want to know if she's doing well. Well, she's going to be in the reality TV show. Oh, so maybe she had a little change of heart. So let me ask, is there anything else you want to share? Do you want to plug your blog and your social? And of course, we'll have that all linked in the show notes. Okay, sweet. Well, um, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Tara Newell. Uh, Tara, like Earth, like T-E-R-R-A. Last name (laughs) Newell, N-E-W-E-L-L. And then my website is myfirstandlastname.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for doing this and sharing your story. And as we always say, fabulous and intuitive. And intuitive. intuitive. Bye. Taught them both how to chain Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the chain Fonda.